This episode of More About Officership is brought to you by our new leadership resource, The Shape of Calling, a 36-page workbook designed to help you explore, understand, and respond to calling. You can get your free copy today at www.salvationarmy.org.au slash come alive. Hi, and welcome to season two of More About Officership. We've put this podcast together to help support the ongoing conversation around calling, leadership, and ministry in the Salvation Army. And our goal is to encourage and equip leaders like you for ministry. Our host for today is Captain Brenda Young, leader of officer formation at Eva Burroughs College. In this episode, Brenda unpacks the purpose of the officer formation stream and provides insight around theological formation, mission and ministry formation, and personal and spiritual formation as part of a holistic framework that is used to train leaders for frontline ministry. So without further ado, let's begin today's episode and hand over to Brenda. So officer formation, what does it involve? What does it look like? Um, And the first thing that I wanted to uh, bring to your attention is our officer formation stream purpose statement which says that the officer formation stream facilitates environments for the formation of individuals as Salvation Army officers of Christ-like character who are innovative leaders, spirit-led and functionally equipped for current and emerging contexts who love God, understand themselves and live God's mission. Um, That's been our purpose statement for the last few years. Um, and there's a couple of um, couple of things in that that I suppose I would want to draw out a little bit. And the first one is that word environments. Um, and the reason it's environments plural <laughs> is because we we have a view about training these days that says it doesn't actually all have to happen residentially. So. Um, while there is still a residential program available to people who want to move to Ringwood and study um, and sort of fast track, if you like, over two years, uh, the formation process, we also acknowledge that somebody else can very legitimately be trained in appointment. Um, People can be legitimately trained uh, through their experience as auxiliary lieutenants um, and in a whole range of different ways. So, so the environments just kind of acknowledges that that part of the officer formation role is to kind of, um, I suppose, work out what, what environments are best um, and most helpful for people who are wanting to become Salvation Army officers. We want officers who are functionally equipped for current and emerging contexts. Training looks really different these days to the way it would have looked 10 years ago, certainly a lot different to 20 years ago, 30 years ago, Um, because the world changes, society changes, and the expectations and the needs of um, the sorts of things, the the sorts of core and social programs and uh, roles that officers are called on to play um, are very different today to what they were a number of years ago. So we want to be able to to equip people, um, not just (laughs) to exist in a 
you know, a very traditional kind of mindset around how the Salvation Army used to look, but actually to be people of imagination and creativity who are thinking about what does it mean to be the church and the Salvation Army in the world today? A couple of things about um, Salvation Army training or officer training and essentially this certificate of Salvation Army officer training is uh, comes under our orders and regulations and determines the sorts of things that we need to prioritise and focus on as part of the training program. So commissioning as an officer is not directly linked uh, to the completion of a specific academic course. Okay, so you may have known people who have um, been in officer formation previously. Some may have done a Bachelor of Ministry. Others may have done a Bachelor of Theology. Some may have done an advanced diploma of ministry um, and theology or something like that. Others who have come in with already um, some study behind them might actually have gone straight into master's kind of uh, levels of study. So we're less interested actually in a specific academic course and much more interested in what it is that a person needs to be officer ready. We're also interested in the individual and what you already bring to the table. So we're not expecting that everybody who comes into officer training will do exactly the same thing. Okay, we acknowledge that people are individuals, that people bring with them a wealth of, you know, experience and um, study, you know, varied backgrounds, varied life experience, and all of that we take into account when we consider what the right sort of program would be for you. The other thing that we would say about not, not um, assigning formation to a particular academic course is that this gives us then the opportunity to focus on and to emphasise uh, the character and the spirituality of people, um, to communicate that officership is, is much more than just knowledge and skills. And we often say, particularly at the start of a, a, a new year with a new cohort, often we'll say, you can be uh, the cleverest, uh, most academically minded person, but if you don't care about people, it doesn't count for very much. You might be the most brilliant preacher, but if you don't bring with that a degree of character and um, a spirituality that uh, where your relationship with God is evident to all, then it doesn't count for very much. So we want, we want to see a package, <laughs> you know, we want to focus on, it's not just academics, it's not just about being a great preacher, it's not just about being a good social officer, it's, it's, a, it's a much more holistic thing than that. Uh, so CSAOT, the Certificate of Salvation Army Officer Training, is our determining factor in regard to commissioning um, and it can be achieved in a variety of ways using uh, utilising accredited and non-accredited aspects. We take a holistic approach. Officers are formed not by a focus upon a, upon a few areas of personal preference and expertise, but by engaging in a holistic approach that considers the breadth of who we are as individuals and the complexity of officership today. And this little uh, Trinitarian circular little diagram that we have here kind of points to the three areas that we consider to be really important in formation. 
Um, and so our, our approach in training is delivered through a threefold process where we try and integrate your theological and education, educational formation, your personal and spiritual formation, and mission and ministry formation. And all three are really important. And we can't, we, we, we don't leave any of them out. And we try and give um, all of them um, the attention and the priority that they deserve. So to break that down a little bit, um, education and theological formation, which is one of our circles, um, is around developing the required level of education and theological literacy. And at the moment, we have a, um, we have 12 basic units that we say, we think all of these units are pretty important to anyone wanting to be an officer. And so we, um, those, those 12 units, we would say, we really like everyone uh, to be across all of those. Now, some people have come into college, they've already done some of those, or they've done something that's the equivalent of one of those. And we can match those things up. And if that's the case, then we can actually say to people, yeah, we, we acknowledge that you've already done enough in that, that particular space. Um, let's move you on to something else as well. Okay. Over a period of two years or three years or however long it takes um, to get to commissioning, most people would complete at least 16 to 18 units. Okay, so there's a bit of flexibility in there beyond the 12 that we currently sort of mandate um, are necessary. There's a bit of flexibility in there for people to have a bit of choice um, uh, for other units that they might be interested in, in following. So uh, this year, for example, one of our cadets being commissioned um, at the end of this year um, had already come in with a bit of study. And so they completed what they needed to in their first year. And this year they've moved on to master's level study with a particular emphasis on indigenous theology and spirituality. So that's a really um, specialized area. It's quite a unique area, but um, we're flexible enough and individualized enough now to be able to offer people choices in what they study and do. The other part of, or there's a few parts to this, I've summarized it into a couple of um, kind of nutshell comments. Um, but the other part of education and theological formation is about learning to reflect theologically. So how do we actually apply what we learn in the classroom um, to our everyday life experiences and what's going on in the world? So learning to reflect theologically through the study of scriptures, theology and ethics, mission, church history, pastoral care, spirituality. So all of these areas um, are all offered as academic units um, and it's part of what we often talk about again is, is joining the dots. How do all these things intersect and connect to one another um, and give people the broad kind of underpinning that they need to respond to the world and to, um, to the world in a, in a broad sense but also to individual people's lives and some of the issues that they might face. Mission and ministry formation, another of our circles um, is basically about engagement with a variety of mission and ministry contexts. So as much as possible, we want to give people an opportunity to see the breadth of what the Salvation Army offers in terms of ministry. 
So quite often what we find is that um, many people who are um, interested in officer formation um, have actually often only, um, they've grown up in a corps maybe, or they've come in uh, late in life or, you know, as an adult into a particular corps, and that might really be all that they know. Um, and, and people even who have moved around in, uh, to a few different corps may never have actually um, stumbled across any of our social programs. So they might have heard that they exist, but really not had much experience in them. And so part of our mission and ministry formation is about having a conversation right when people start to say, what have you experienced? What do you know about? Um, and where are the gaps? How can we fill some of those gaps in? So we would try and send people on placements, for example, to core and social contexts um, that they perhaps have been um, not had any experience in before. And I remember when I went through college myself, um, I'd, I'd grown up predominantly, um, you know, most of my childhood and ad adolescence, um, early adult years in a one particular Salvation Army Corps. And again, I knew that the Salvation Army were engaged in social work, but I'd not really had much experience of that. And I remember in college, um, when I was in, um, going around and seeing a number of the different social centres and um, the ways in which the Salvation Army supported the community. And I remember just this overwhelming sense of pride that I'd never felt before because I'd never experienced, I didn't know about it. And, I, and I'd not had the opportunity to experience it. So that's, that's a really important part of mission and ministry for formation. Immersion in faith communities uh, to develop effective leadership and strategies for mission. So we want to we want to pair people up with good placement officers who um, can help to kind of give you a sense of um, passion um, and energy for what ministry might look like. So get getting to see core and how they operate and um, some of the good things that they might have going on. We've seen in this COVID time, you know, uh, faith communities having to really think outside the box. You know, even this Zoom meeting that we're in today is a bit of an example of, you know, we can't come together, we can't meet physically, but we still can actually um, address issues in, a, in another way. And again, this word reflection that we use a lot and means a lot to us, reflection on action. So we don't just want you to go out and learn skills. We don't just want you to go out and shadow a core officer. We actually want you to be thinking about uh, what it is that you're seeing and experiencing and learning on the field. So reflection on the action or reflection on your ministry with a view to continuous learning. Okay, it's really easy and officers can will vouch for this, really easy to get very busy and just roll from one day to the next, one week to the next, one month to the next, and suddenly Christmas is here. And we may not have actually taken too much time to stop and reflect on what we've really been doing. Has it been worthwhile? Is it what we want to continue? What about me? How, what, how, how have I gone in this space? What's going on for me? Um, so mission and ministry formation, all of that uh, is really important. The other part of the other third part of our circle is personal and spiritual formation. Arguably, this is the most difficult to measure. Arguably, it's also the most important. And it is often what brings um, it's this particular area that uh, 
will bring people unstuck uh, in ministry. So personal and spiritual formation, what are we interested in here? We're interested in deepening your knowledge of yourself and your own personal growth. None of us, no matter how old we are or what stage we are along the journey, um, are finished, are ever finished in what we can learn about ourselves and how we can continue to grow and develop. And so personal and spiritual formation is really about that stuff of knowing who I am. And again, I often say to people, why did God call you? <laughs> what is it about you? What do you bring? Why do you think you've been called? And, and sometimes that's a hard thing for people to answer. They've not really thought about that. But actually, in ministry, quite naturally, you're going to gravitate to the particular giftings that you bring. So knowing that about yourself, knowing what it is that you're going to be able to contribute and building your ministry around that is going to be um, a really important thing. We also want you to be nurturing your relationship with God and exploring um, your unique way of connecting with the presence of God. And again, this is part of the acknowledgement that everyone is an individual, everyone is so different. And what works for one person in terms of nurturing and building their relationship with God is a, is, doesn't work for somebody else. And for somebody else, it might be a really different discipline or it might be a really different um, and unique way for them. So, so some people need to get outside and go for a walk <laughs> to build and nurture their relationship with God. Other people are religiously up at the same time every morning and they use a particular resource and they, they sit and they meditate for a period of time. That doesn't work for everybody. So part of our personal and spiritual formation program is helping people to identify more about themselves and how they connect with God. And that reflective word comes in again to this last bit developing your capacity as a reflective practitioner. To know yourself well enough to uh, recognise when you need to go and talk to somebody about something, to recognise when you're triggered by things that are going on. You know, sometimes we can come home from a day and actually feel something quite intense. Could be anger, could be um, something really positive, energy, enthusiasm, knowing where those things come from. What are those things that trigger us are really, again, another really important aspect of um, formation for ministry. Uh, and finally, and I've kind of said it already, but we, we maintain that training these days is not a one size fits all. The world's complex, it's a changing one, and it requires models of training that are responsive uh, to the present needs of our, our society and our community and our, our core and our social programs and, and future opportunities as well. Every person that comes for form, officer formation training brings a different journey and background to the training process. We want to acknowledge that. No one starts at, at point zero, if you like. You know, everyone brings something. And for, for different people, um, you know, that might be more or less study or it might be more leadership experience in core or whatever it might be that you've already done. We want to acknowledge that. Okay, we're not, we're not, we don't say everyone, you all start here and we just move you through a particular program. 
So we're committed to individualised training. Um, and to help facilitate that uh, in officer training, every single person, whether they are a cadet in residence or whether they are a cadet in appointment, has an individualised training plan uh, that is case managed by a, one of the officer formation staff. And that's that person, that individual individualised training officer, our ITO we call them, uh, is, uh, works, walks very, very closely uh, with, with somebody in training uh, through to their, their, their commissioning. Thank you for joining us today on more about officership. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can show your support by subscribing to this podcast and sharing it with your friends on social media. If you're interested in becoming an officer or want to explore more about ministry in the Salvation Army, please speak to your local Corps officer for more information. You can also reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash TSA Officership Recruitment. That's facebook.com slash TSA Officership Recruitment. Until next time, thank you for joining and do what makes you come alive.